Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 107 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. I uh, just got back from snow skiing. So much fun. So it's been on my mind. But years ago, I was skiing with a group of girls that I just love. We were way up in Montana. And it's so beautiful there. Um, Unfortunately, I was the weakest skier in the group. Now, I was new to skiing at the time, to be fair. And so here I am. I'm just hoping to get to the bottom of each mountain in one piece. And that was on the greens. We are social animals and we like to hang in groups. So when the group was like, Heidi, you're doing so good. It's time to move to a blue. Now, for those of you that don't ski, green mountains are beginner, blue mountains are intermediate, and black mountains, well, you're a nut if you go down them. (laughs) Just kidding. Black mountains are advanced. So here we are. My mind is screaming, no, you are not ready. But I'm a bit competitive, and I'm also a bit of a people pleaser, so I go along and I say, sure, why not? Well, blues in Montana are scary, and I'm looking down this steep mountain that I'm about to venture down, (laughs) and I'm thinking to myself, you are crazy for this. So I make my way down, and I made it, but I didn't enjoy it. I thought to myself, why did you agree to do this when you didn't want to do it? And I have no one to be mad at but myself, even though I would have liked to have blamed it on someone else. I'm a big girl, and I can say no, but I didn't. But I did grow from it, and I ultimately, looking back, am glad that I did it. But I also learned. So when the girl said, okay, Heidi, you're doing so good on the blues, we're going to go take one of the easy black mountains. Let's do it. I said, no way. I'll ski the blue and meet you at the bottom. And you know what? That's exactly what we did. And it was awesome. I didn't have to sacrifice my enjoyment, and they didn't have to sacrifice theirs. And even though we'd rather ski as a group, it's actually my job to decide what's best for me. I mean, it's your job to say no when you want to say no. Think about it this way. When I said no to skiing the Black Diamond, it was a little uncomfortable because we wanted to hang together, so it wasn't ideal, but ultimately, it was okay. We all still had fun skiing at the level we wanted to ski, and then we got back together and had a hot scotch in the lodge at the bottom. (laughs) Everyone happy as can be. Now, let's say I said yes to skiing the Black Diamond Mountain, and now I'm miserable, not having fun, and maybe a little bit resentful because in my mind, The other girls didn't care about my feelings. Whose fault would that be? (laughs) Mine. And that's just it. And let me say one thing. Getting out of your comfort zone is super crucial to to living a wildly successful lifestyle. Most people who are wildly successful get pretty comfortable with stepping out of their comfort zone. I mean, only you, though, can decide and answer what that is for yourself. Like, where is the line between stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something that is way outside of your current ability? And it takes some self-awareness to figure this out. Comfort is the enemy of progress, right? So always keep that in mind when you're making decisions. I don't know if you know who David Goggins is, but (laughs) I think he's kind of extreme. He's totally awesome. But he says, 
to do something hard every single day. Well, I think he actually said something like do something that sucks every day, but I thought I would soften it up a bit. Are you doing something hard every day though? I mean, I don't think I do something hard every day, but definitely every week at least. I love a challenge and I love an adventure, which is why I ventured onto the Blue Level Mountain. But I also am not going to sacrifice my happiness and my health to do something to make someone else feel good. So I said no to the Black Diamond Mountain. Are you doing something right now that you don't want to do because someone else wants you to do it? Do you feel resentment about it? The unfortunate thing is, and I love you, I promise I do, but that's your own fault. You can't blame the other person. It's your job to set boundaries for yourself. If you decide to say yes to something, that's on you. Either figure out a way to enjoy the decision you made or admit you made a mistake and change it. Those are your options. And think about that for a second because it applies to every single area of our life. We are also responsible for what we fill our minds with or who we let hold space in our brain. I mean, do you maybe blame the media or the politicians for the state of America right now? We each play a role in that too. If we keep watching news that's untrue, we're propping them up. I mean, we're living in a world right now, okay, a new world where it seems sometimes up is down and down is up. It's more important than any time in my life that I can think of that we think for ourselves and make decisions for our life and our family that works for us. Now, the media has an agenda to keep you coming back, and the best way to do that is to keep you outraged or terrified. It's gotten worse because all of a sudden they have competition in the form of social media. So everyone's fighting for your attention, which can be addictive, but also destructive. Because lazy thinking allows you to believe everything you hear. I mean, from any if you have a favorite news source and you hear it come from there, lazy thinking allows you to believe it. But you can't believe everything you hear anymore because there's no accountability in place for most media. And you know what? That's okay because we're all adults and it's our job to turn it off or change the station if we find it to be unsubstantiated. My husband and I, we were he read an official sounding story um, that said if you leave the country, when you come back, you have to quarantine for 14 days. And after doing a lot of research, we found nothing that supported that and nothing that backed that up. So it wasn't true. You have to think for yourself and be smart. I mean, how do we know, though, if something is true or not? News is designed these days to keep you coming back. So Ray Dalio had an article this last week on how to identify a news source that is actually factual because that's rare. (laughs) He said to ask yourself these questions, and I'm going to just read these because they're really good, and I think that they're valid, okay? So ask yourself these questions if you're trying to decide if a news source is real. Does this story consist of emotionally triggering, unsubstantiated accusations, or are the facts substantiated and the sources provided? That's critical. Second one is, does the writer welcome or not welcome replies or arguments that refute what they are are asserting? And are they willing or not willing to publish them along with what they published? I sometimes find the reality of the story tends to be in the comments of an article because people are going to let you know (laughs) if something's BS, right? 
Okay, number three. Are the accusations in the story consistent with what's been identified and proven in the legal system? All right. If people or groups are accused in the media of doing bad things, but they haven't been accused and judged to have done bad things in the legal system, then you have to at least ask yourself why that is and probably don't believe the story. And this is happening on both sides of the political aisle right now. And finally, if the writer or the outlet has shown themselves to be biased, which most of them do, then you have to assume they and their stories are biased. (laughs) End of discussion, right? So ask yourself those questions when you're watching a news source. Now, I'm going to end this episode by saying this. We each have an inner guidance system that is designed to not only keep us safe, but also to keep us happy and growing and connected. Life isn't only about being safe, though. It's also about growing and being happy and living. We live in a world where most people are waiting for someone to tell them how to think. Living a wildly successful lifestyle means having your own compass, setting your own boundaries, taking responsibility for everything you allow to hold space in your head. And if you're listening to news that you know is biased, turn it off. Watching it only perpetuates it. My challenge to you this week is to take control of your thoughts by being extremely picky about not only what you feed your body, but what you feed your mind. And when you decide to step outside your comfort zone, and I hope you do, you embrace it. And if you don't love it, then at least learn from it. You never know what doors it might open. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.